0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for What's on Your Mind. Today marks 28 days before we embark upon a brand new year. 27 days left in the month of December. Today, I will be presenting to you the 28th President of the United States of America Woodrow Wilson. Thomas Woodrow Wilson was born December 28, 1856, and died February 3, 1924. He was an American politician, and academic who served as the 28th President of the United States from 1913 to 1921, a member of the Democratic Party. Wilson graduated from Princeton University, then called the College of New Jersey in 1879 and went on to attend law school at the University of Virginia. After briefly practicing law in Atlanta, Georgia, he received a Ph.D. in political science from John Hopkins University in 1886. Wilson remains the only U.S. president to earn a doctorate degree. He taught at Bryn Meier College and Wesleyan College before being hired by Princeton in 1890 as a professor of jurisprudence and politics. From 1902 to 1910, Wilson was president of Princeton, where he developed a national reputation for his educational reform policies. During his tenure, however, he also prevented enrollment of black students at the university. And in 1902, Wilson published a five volume textbook, The History of American People, which presented a romanticized view of the Confederacy and described the Ku Klux Klan, a violent terrorist group, as roving knights errant, an invisible empire of the South, Bound together in loose organization to protect the southern country of some of the ugliest hazards of a time of revolution. In 1910, Woodrow Wilson was elected governor of New Jersey, where he fought machine politics and garnered national attention as a progressive reformer. In 1912, the Democrats nominated Wilson for president, selecting Thomas Marshall, the governor of Indiana, as his vice presidential running mate. The Republican Party split over their choice for a presidential candidate. Conservative Republicans re-nominated President William Taft while the progressive wing broke off to form the Progressive Party and nominated Theodore Roosevelt, who had served as president from 1901 to 1909. With the Republicans divided, Wilson, who campaigned on a platform of liberal reform, won 435 electoral votes compared to 88 for Roosevelt and 8 for Taft. He garnered nearly 42% of the popular vote. Roosevelt came in second place with more than 27% of the popular vote. At the age of 56, Woodrow Wilson was sworn into office in March 1913. He was the last American president to travel to his inauguration ceremony in a horse-drawn carriage. Once in the White House, Wilson achieved significant progressive reform. Congress passed the Underwood-Simmons Act, which reduced the tariff on imports and posed a new federal income tax. It also passed legislation establishing the Federal Reserve, which provides a system for regulating the nation's banks, credit, and money supply, and the Federal Trade Commission, which investigates and prohibits unfair business practices. Other accomplishments included child labor laws, an eight-hour day for railroad workers, and government loans to farmers. Additionally, Wilson nominated the first Jewish person to the U.S. Supreme Court, Lois Brandeis, who was confirmed by the Senate in 1916. Wilson's progressive agenda did not apply to all Americans, However, during his first term, he oversaw the resegregation of many branches of federal workforce, including the Treasury, the Post Office, the Bureau of Engraving and Printing, the Navy, the Interior, the Marine Hospital, the War Department, and the Government Printing Office. The action reversed hard-fought economic progress made by black Americans since Reconstruction. When World War I broke out in Europe in the summer of 1914, Wilson was determined to keep the United States out of the conflict. On May 7, 1915, a German submarine torpedoed and sank the British Ocean liner, Lustinia, killing more than one thousand one hundred people, including one hundred and twenty-eight Americans. Wilson continued to maintain U.S. neutrality by but warned Germany that any future sinkings would be viewed by America as deliberately unfriendly. In nineteen sixteen, Wilson and Vice President Marshall were renominated by the Democrats. The Republicans chose Supreme Court Justice Charles Evans Hughes as their presidential candidate, and Charles Fairbanks, the U.S. Vice President under Theodore Roosevelt, as his running mate. Wilson, who campaigned on the slogan, he kept us out of war, won With a narrow electoral margin of 277 to 254 and a little more than 49% of the popular vote. Woodrow Wilson's second term in office was dominated by World War I. Although the president had advocated for peace during the initial years of the war, in early 1917, German su- submarines launched unrestricted submarine attacks against U.S. merchant ships. Around the same time, the United States learned about the Zimmerman telegram, in which Germany tried to persuade Mexico to enter into an alliance against America. On April 2nd, in 1917, Wilson asked Congress to declare war on Germany, stating the world must be made safe for democracy. American participation helped bring about victory for the Allies, and and on November 11, 1918, an armistice was signed by the Germans at the Paris Peace Conference, which opened in January 1919 and included the heads of the British, French, and Italian governments. Wilson helped negotiate the Treaty of Versailles. The agreement included the Charter for the League of Nations, an organization intended to arbitrate international disputes and prevent future wars. Wilson had initially advanced the idea for the League in January 1919 in the January 1918 speech to the U.S. Congress in which he outlined the 14 points for a post-war peace settlement. Woodrow Wilson's second administration saw the passage of two significant constitutional amendments. The era of prohibition was ushered in on January 17th, 1920 when the 18th amendment banning the manufacturer Sale and transportation of alcohol went into effect following its ratification one year earlier. In 1919, Wilson vetoed the National Prohibition Act designed to enforce the 18th Amendment. However, his veto was overridden by Congress. Prohibition lasted until 1933 when it was repealed by the 21st Amendment. Also in 1920, American women gained the right to vote when the 19th Amendment became law that August. Wilson had pushed Congress to pass the amendment. That year, presidential election, the first in which women from every state were allowed to vote, resulted in a victory for Republican Warren Harding, a congressman from Ohio who opened opposed the League of Nations and campaigned for a return to normalcy after Wilson's tenure in the White House. After leaving office in 1921, Woodrow Wilson resided in Washington, D.C. He and a partner established a law firm. But poor health prevented the president from ever doing any serious work. Wilson died at his home on February third, nineteen twenty four. At the age of sixty seven, he was buried in the Washington National Cathedral, the only president to be interred in the nation's capital. In closing, the early life education and governorship of Woodrow Wilson Wilson's father, Joseph Ruggles Wilson, was a Presbyterian minister who had moved to Virginia from Ohio and was the son of Scottish, Scotch Irish immigrants. His mother, Janet Woodrow, the daughter of a Presbyterian minister, had been born in England of Scottish parentage. Wilson was the only president since Andrew Jackson to have a foreign born born parent. Naturally enough, the Presbyterian Church played a commanded role in the upgrade upbringing of Tommy Wilson the family left Virginia before his second birthday and his father successfully held pastorates in Augusta Georgia and Wilmington North Carolina and taught at the Columbia Theological Seminary Seminary in South Carolina. His uncle, James Woodrow, was the leading light of the seminary faculty, and after college, the young man dropped his first name, both to emphasize the family connection and because he thought Woodrow Wilson sounded more dignified. His father served during civil During the Civil War, as a chaplain with the Confederate Army and his church in Augusta was turned into a military hospital, the young Wilson was deeply affected by the horrors of war. Apparently dyslexic from childhood, Wilson did not learn to read until after he was 10 and never became a rapid reader. Nevertheless, he developed passionate interest in politics and literature. He attended Davidson College near Charlotte, North Carolina for a year before entering what is now Princeton University in 1875. At Princeton, he blossomed intellectually, reading widely, engaging in debate and editing the college newspaper. While still an undergraduate, he published a scholarly essay that compared the American government with the British parliamentary system, a subject that he would develop first further in his first book and apply in his own political career. After graduation from Princeton in 1879, Wilson studied law at the University of Virginia with the hope that the law would lead to politics. Two years of humdrum legal practice in Atlanta disillusioned him and he abandoned his law career for graduate study in government and history at John Hopkins University where in 1886 he received a PhD. He was the only president to have earned that degree. Presenting the 28th President of the United States of America Woodrow Wilson.